So the last few weeks, uh, last few times we've been together, we've looked at first time we looked at refuge, and then last time we looked at hope, um, and we're kind of rounding up those three words. We're going to look at one more thing next week that kind of um, not next week, next time um, that that pulls it all together. Um, but today we're looking at purpose, um, and purpose is um, when we think about a definition of purpose. A dictionary says uh, it's the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Uh, and sometimes it's described as a person's sense of resolve or determination. So it's, I suppose it's this kind of driving force. Um, I suppose the question is, what do we think about when we hear the term purpose? Do we find that that's a, uh, something that we, we have or don't have? What kind of words come into our mind? Maybe it's things like um, reason, uh, basis, motivation, uh, benefit value, function, outcome, all of these different kind of words will be associated with this whole concept of what does it look like to to have purpose in our lives. But how does it work? How does how do we um connect with purpose? And I think as Christians it becomes something that has more levels and more depth. But in essence we all experience purpose I suppose in all of our relationships, as relationships grow and develop, um, what generally happens, we we begin to see the impact of behaving in a certain way in a relationship, how that can, um, I suppose, impact and support someone else in their life. And as we we begin to realise that when we do X, Y and Z, that person feels valued, encouraged, supported, loved then often we can begin to connect within this relationship, I have a purpose, because if I do this and that person feels like this, then it makes me feel better. It's it's my motivating factor in a relationship. So any loving relationship begins to function on this, this whole connection with as we grow to know each other more, I begin to understand what you need and how I can make a difference to your life. So purpose actually is something that we all engage with all the time and in any relationship with God, unless your your kind of determination and focus is to disrupt that person's life and make their life really difficult, which I'm sure we've all got people in our lives who would feel do that, um, our purpose actually is how can I make that person um, feel better and have a greater experience of life? What is my role to play? in this relationship so when we begin to connect that same principle to God um, not only do we find purpose as we do in a relationship we find purpose for what we do when we connect with God not only do we find purpose in what we're doing but what we then have is this extra dynamic of God can then uh, bring a greater purpose through what we do so purpose exists regardless of whether God's involved but when we, when we include God in it, purpose takes on a, a kind of dual dynamic that we have purpose, but also he can have a purpose through what we're doing. One of the problems I found when I started looking at this whole topic is I realised that my journey over the years has, has made me fairly kind of sceptical and, and sometimes... Um, Sometimes I've struggled with some essence of how, how we as Christians talk about purpose. And what we find is we actually tread a, a fine line at times in, in how we talk about purpose in that spiritual way. 
And I suppose it, it, I'll be vulnerable and honest with you. This is my honesty warning about how I've processed um, the last few, kind of probably the last 20 years, I'd, I'd say. Um, but I would say I often struggle with with how we use purpose in association with God. So what I find is when difficult things happen, um, when difficult things happen, um, we can default to this approach and and use language um, that that feels learned and is the kind of expected response. So. For me, when when I go through those kind of things, or when I hear people say kind of spiritual statements about navigating difficult times, often, it, if I'm really honest, it doesn't stack up. When I look at it on face value, I'm like, I'm not sure this makes sense. Um, so it's things like um, when something happens and people go, well, it was all part of God's plan, uh, those kind of things. Or when people say, oh, well... I know it's difficult, but God must have meant it for a reason. Those kind of things. I, if I'm really honest, I've gone through the last 20 years of my life looking at so many difficult situations. I've looked at those kind of phrases and thought, I'm not sure they work for me. I'm not sure that they, that they, um, that, that they help me. And actually, I end up being more in a state of confusion by those kind of statements. Oh, it was all part of God's plan. Uh, God must have made it for a reason. And those are just two of many things that get said. Um, and I suppose for me, I often got to this point where I felt like asking the questions about, does if God's like that, if God is meddling in this plan and God is, is making these things happen in order for us to, if it was God's purpose that these things happened, um, is that the God I recognise and is that the God that I'm, that I'm serving? Now, I'm really aware that loads of people, especially in the Christian world, think differently on this stuff. Some people have a really straight view on um, God causes everything to happen uh, and there's always a reason and everything that happens. My, my struggle is when it becomes about your own personal life and your own personal journey and you look at the impact of what happens at times, sometimes it can be really hard to say, do, like, do I... Does, does, is that the God that I connect with, that I love, that I serve? Um, and I suppose for me, having wrestled with it, where I, say I'd, uh, where I would say I've landed um, is, is suppose in a place where I've realigned my thinking. I've, I've considered that kind of stuff, but I tried to work out what does this actually mean in my experience of how I've gone through difficult times and where I've seen God in it. Um, and I suppose le- uh, where I've arrived is, through my experience, is it becomes less about saying that this thing that happened was God's purpose and more looking at it in a perspective that to say, well, this thing happened. And if I choose to connect with God and cling on to him, then God can bring a purpose out of this thing. So does God have a purpose that he can uh, bring out of all of the difficult things, all of the challenges, the sorrow, the tragedy, all of the difficult things that we go through? I believe God can bring purpose out of all of those things. My slant on it is that I don't think God caused it to happen for a reason. Some people would disagree with me on it, and I'm not for one minute saying that I'm the authority on this kind of stuff. But what I'm trying to do is the people that I encounter in my life who go through difficult things, for me to to have an approach that that turns up into their scenario and says, well, 
as long as you accept that this was all God's plan, this was God's purpose. To be honest, I, I don't think there's much more devastating things you could say to someone who is confused and is hurting. And I, someone actually said that to me about 10 days after my brother died. They turned around and said, oh, well, yeah, it's really tough, but we do have to accept that this was God's plan. And I just sat there and thought, I don't, if, that's, if that's the way God plans, I'm not sure I need that kind of planning in my life. And it's difficult because I've, I've encountered so many people over the years who, who really struggle to accept an alternative opinion to that. But for me, I would say this has been my ongoing wrestle that God having a purpose, uh, God, God making things happen for a reason or for a purpose is, I think, something I will continually uh, grapple with and wrestle with um, over these next few years. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's a real struggle to work out how do I, um, how do we effectively communicate this stuff to people that still invites people to have hope and, and a connection with God, but is, is really realistic with how all of that stuff works as well. So um, that's, my little, uh, that's my little honesty, uh, honesty piece. And, uh, and, and maybe for some of you, you've had similar experiences. Maybe you've been through stuff where you've gone, sometimes people just say these things that, that they've always been told and that they think is right. Um, but actually for me, I'm not sure that works. Um, and, and what I've found in my journey and all of this stuff is, is I found God to be there, present, in the mess, in the rubbish, in the confusion, in the, in the despair that, that tragedy and, and difficulty brings. I found him there. And I've not found him there going, well, as long as you accept that this was my ultimate plan. I've not found him saying that. I found him being loving and compassionate and, and I found him being the one who carries me and supports me and cares for me in my confusion, in my questioning. Um, so I, I think sometimes it's that, that point of misconception and communication can, can sometimes mean that purpose, this idea that God has a purpose, it can be a difficult thing for us to get our head around. But when I, when I then begin to think, well, actually, if, if I've got all these views on it, how does it actually work? Well, for me, there's, there's, a two, there's two different ways we can look at purpose, and they both kind of go along, alongside each other. First, um, and I suppose this is how can we better understand how God's purpose works. Firstly, I think God has what I would describe as uh, our common purpose that for each of us, when you choose to connect with God, there's a common purpose that is, that is a, a challenge and a, and a, a motivation for all of us. And, and you find it, um, uh, it's, it's talked about a few times in the Bible, but we, we came across it a few months back when we looked at the story of the Good Samaritan. Um, so in, in Luke 10, um, verses 25 to 27, the context of how the parable of the Good Samaritan comes about is really interesting because what happens is I've got it here let me read let me read it to you because it'd be better me doing this than me trying to retell it so this is it um it says on one occasion so Jesus is there chatting with a load of people it says on one occasion an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus he says this teacher what must I do um, to inherit eternal life what is written in the law uh, Jesus replied um how do you read it 
Uh, and the guy answered, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus says, do this and you will live. Now, the, the term that we, uh, that we looked at when we um, talked about the Good Samaritan before was that this whole question of how do I have eternal life? Eternal life in those days wasn't heaven. Okay, it wasn't how do I, how do I get to the point where I uh, get my ticket into heaven? Eternal life then, in those times, no one talked about the afterlife in those times. Instead, what people talked about, when they used the term eternal life, they were talking about how can I live a life that gives me purpose, that gives me focus, that gives me, uh, that gives me the best full experience of everything life has to have? How can I live a life that, that God is calling me to live? That's actually the question. And uh, the answer uh, from, uh, from the guy himself was, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. And Jesus says, yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. If you want to live a fulfilled life in line with what God is calling you to do, that is what you need to do. So for me, when I look at what is our common purpose, that's simply, that simply it. It's, it's described in that, in that passage. It's mentioned throughout uh, the Bible at different points. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength and mind and love your neighbour as yourself. If we can be people who can do that, then what we're doing is we're fulfilling what I would describe as our common purpose that God is calling us all to do. If we can simply do that, worship and love God and love our neighbour um, as ourselves. Uh, and I suppose that's the, the kind of pathway to fulfilment. Uh, this common uh, purpose, positive purpose, working through so much of what we do. But the interesting thing is if you imagine that you adopt that principle into life and you begin to find that you get, you're getting purpose in lots of things that you do, uh, then that's great. But actually purpose isn't something that is just generic. It's not just this thing that can cover everything that we do. Because um, I, I would often describe um, in, in any situation we have, we can have purpose. Okay, we can find in any job that we're doing, we can have a purpose in what we're doing. We can find a purpose. But is it our purpose? Is it, is it the, the, the kind of purpose that we exist for? Or are we just doing things and connecting it to God? Because the fact is, any job we do, if we have the right approach to it, we can bring purpose to that situation. We can make a difference. We can have an impact. But actually, it's not just generic because there's this other thing what does it look like to have our unique purpose fulfilled in our lives? And I suppose then the question is, wait a minute, I don't know whether I've got a unique purpose, but, but for me, I do think God has got something in all of us that is a unique purpose that, that um, if we can connect with him fully, um, we can be fulfilled in a completely different way by connecting with what our unique purpose is. So what purpose could God have that is unique to you? And I suppose the question, um, the, the, the statement we looked at a couple of months ago uh, around discipleship, we said this, discipleship is becoming who Jesus would be if he was you. And, and I love that concept. I think we're going to um, look at that in a bit more detail in a, in a few months' time. 
But if we think about us having a unique purpose, who you are, your skills, your gifting, your abilities, your passions, uh, your relationship connections, all these different kind of things make up who you are. And if Jesus was, who, was, was you, if Jesus was in your body, what would he do with those opportunities, those skills, those giftings, those abilities? How would your life work if it was Jesus who was, who was you guiding and directing everything that was going on? And that's completely different to just switching on a purpose for any task that we're involved in. It becomes about, actually, this is something that drives me forward, that motivates me and, and gives me a real sense of, of direction in where I'm going. And it might be that you've never considered what your unique purpose is. And, and I know what we feel called to do in, in the living room is help people to find that. And it might be a process that takes a while. But... Um, I want to tell you what, I, I did a little bit of kind of, um, I suppose, searching of myself um, quite a while ago. And I, I was trying to work out, I did one of these things. Have you ever come across these, um, I've forgotten what you, what you call it, but um, Beth will do this programme where you can go through and find out what your, you can write your own vision statement. And I had, I had a bit of a dilemma with it because I went through all of the process. It's got this way of doing it. And you end up with this kind of really, um, this, this like two sentence vision statement that describes who you are and what your, what your purpose is in life. I did it. And you, you, you go through this process, picking out these words, picking out these words, picking out these words, and you put them together. Mine didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> because I looked at it and just thought, in, in an ideal world, this should be the thing that I cling to that defines who I am. And I, I found it, was, it, it confused me and, and discouraged me more because I read it and went, I don't know, this doesn't make sense. So I don't, this, this form that you've given me to use doesn't work for what I feel called to do. So it made me go away and go, well, who am I? Who, what am I called to do? What am I passionate about? Where is God pushing me and taking me? So for me, I decided to look at it a bit different. I didn't try and do the structure that meant it was all into one sentence. But I just took some time to think, what, what are you saying to me, God? And I came up, I came up with this. Um, and it's not, it's not anything beautifully written or, or um, a particularly interesting way of putting it. But when I was going to describe what my purpose in life was, I, I felt like God called me to be a renovation man. Uh, and... A renovation man is, um, for, for me, is about, and these are my passions, it's about renovating houses, uh, communities, lives, homes and businesses. I looked at all the different things that happen in my life and what I feel passionate about. And actually, the idea of me being someone who renovates um, houses, communities, lives, homes and businesses really sparks excitement in me that I could make that difference and when I look at that term renovation it says it's the process of improving a broken damaged or outdated structure and that when I think about my purpose I haven't got it's not beautifully written it doesn't have lots of Christian words in it but if I think about the idea that that I could be someone who improves broken damaged or outdated structures whether that's houses communities lives homes or businesses that's who I want to be so when I'm thinking about what's my purpose in life that's what I want to do and that's how I want to operate and um, 
uh, navigate my life to be able to try and do that. And and the fact is, what that does for me is it gives me plenty of scope for it to be wider than than just one thing that I'm going to do. Um, but for me, it's I suppose it's pushed me and led me to the point where we've we've jumped out and decided to try and do this kind of thing. And and if you think about how I imagine doing that kind of stuff, the three words that we've looked at over these last three times of being together, I suppose are fundamental in who I feel called to be, that, that if I want to be a renovation man in all those different ways, I've got to be a provider of refuge, I've got to be a bringer of hope, and I've got to be someone who empowers people um, to find their purpose. That's how I see that it works for me. Um, and I suppose for you guys, if you're sat there again, well, I still haven't worked out what my unique purpose is and I don't know whether I'd be able to communicate it like that. To me, it's just about sitting down and, and working out, actually, what is it that makes me come alive? Who is it that God's made me to be? And how can I better um, orient myself to be, um, to be in line with, with what God might do with that? Um, so a life truly connected with God, the, the potential is multiplied uh, when we have that. Um, and if we quickly look at some Bible examples of people who, um, who show us what purpose looks like, the great thing is every story that you can look at in the Bible shows us his transition between what I would say, transition between the common purpose and our unique purpose. So most of the time we see people who are operating in, in a common purpose. They're bringing purpose to the situations that are involved in. But at some point they kick into finding their unique purpose. So um, you might look at a character like Moses um, and, and his life is full of so many different scenarios where he's discovering so many different things. But we remember his life for the purpose that it has. He, he led the exile out of Egypt and uh, led them to the promised land. Um, so we can see there was a great purpose in his life in hindsight, but it wasn't quite as simple as that. D.L. Moody uh, writes a, a really interesting quote about Moses' life. He says this, Moses spent 40 years thinking he was somebody, 40 years learning he was nobody, and 40 years discovering what God, do, what God could do with nobody. And uh, it's a great way of, of looking at it, that, that actually this is a process that maybe we're in uh, a kind of transitional phase at the minute where we're working out, actually, um, I found that I can bring purpose to situations, but what is it that I can really do uh, to change that? You think about someone like um, the Apostle Paul. Um, we remember him for, for the person who writes... Um, the majority of the, the New Testament and writes all these letters to these churches advising people on complex spiritual issues and, and being this great voice of wisdom to the early church. Um, and actually, when you look at his, his journey, he was, uh, before he was Paul, he was called Saul. Um, and he has this experience on the road to Damascus where his life is entirely changed by an encounter with God. But, but the reason it's changed is that he was... Um, a hater of Christians. He was someone who actually was an expert. He was a legal expert in the Jewish law. So his skill and ability was that he would know um, how to criticise and point out the, the failings of Christians and would be able to sentence them to death because they had broken the laws of the day and they, they'd not done what they were told to do. So he his purpose was to destroy Christians with God through this massive encounter, changed it around and gave him a purpose that actually was there to, uh, to use his knowledge, use his wisdom, use his perspective um, 
to be able to then inspire Christians to greater things. So, um, so we can see how God flipped what was his original purpose and made it something quite amazing. And you look at someone like Joseph in the Old Testament, the story of Joseph, where he knew what his purpose was. Then he went on this journey where he was, he was kind of disrupted on that journey to um, his unique purpose um, by his brothers kind of intervening and, and reacting to stuff. Um, but actually, as he begins to be true to who God's called him to be, and he brings a common purpose into what he's doing, it, it allows him to be elevated into a position where his unique purpose is then uh, fulfilled as well. So we can see loads of examples where purpose is, is something um, that we can see really does make a difference. And, um, and it's inspiring to see those kind of things. The other thing, thing to consider before we finish is, is what does it look like to have a lack of purpose? And this is one of the biggest challenges. And what we find sometimes when we're coasting through life, when, when we're just doing uh, the same old, same old, sometimes we can ask ourselves some... We, we can feel this sense of, um, I suppose, disengagement or confusion in, in who we are, maybe a bit of an identity crisis. And sometimes that comes down to this sense of a lack of purpose I just don't know why I'm here I don't know what I'm doing I don't know whether I'm valuable whether I'm making a difference and you think back to some of those words we looked at at the start uh, reason, basis, motivation, benefit, value, function, outcome if we don't feel like we, we're able to implement any of those things into anything that we're doing then we can really easily get to this point of crisis where we feel like our life has no purpose um, and I suppose the simple steps is to not go, well, I need to find my unique purpose in order to feel valued. Actually, the, the challenge is how can you begin to just implement this common purpose of loving God with all your heart, soul, strength and mind. So with everything that you do, you love God, you give him a chance to shape and be involved in everything you do, heart, soul, strength and mind. So it's all parts of your lives. Um, and then you love your neighbour as yourself. If, if these things can be the things that you, you dedicate yourselves to do in the initial phase, I think your unique purpose is the thing that you can step into off that foundation. Um, and, and maybe it's sometimes just a case of, of actually reassessing, of saying, actually, well, well, who am I? I've always tried to be this, I've always tried to pursue this and, and kind of go in this direction, but I've never felt like it's really been me. Maybe there's some big questions we need to ask of ourselves to say, well, actually, who am I? What is it that really makes me, me? And how can I, rather than feeling I've got to be someone else, how can I embrace who I am uh, and begin to, to allow God to shape that to be everything that, that he's called me to be? So when I think about um, what we wanted to, to create when we started the living room, we, we talked about those three areas, didn't we? The kitchen, which is our, predominantly our place of refuge. The living room, which is, is where we want to find hope. And the table is what we talk about, being the place where we connect with our purpose. And the reason we've identified that is because when we sit around the table, when we talk about this stuff, not just hearing someone's thoughts on it, but we begin to say, how does this work for me and you and in your scenario? That's when purpose, uh, that's when this stuff becomes grounded and we can begin to adapt it into our lives to shape our purpose and make it actually make a difference. And, and our dream when we first sat down to, to work out what we felt God was calling us to with the living room 
is that we want to be people who help people find that purpose, who who discover what God has uh, for them to do in their lives. Um, and then when we find that, when we help people find that, um, we want to recognise purpose in people and pull that purpose forward uh, in other people so they can start walking into that. Proverbs 20, uh, verse 5, and it says this, The purposes of the human heart are deep waters, but those who have insight draw them out. And I think for me, when, when I think about that, if if we I know for me and Han, if we can be people who can can do that, can have insight that recognises purpose and value and and um, motivation and skills and all this kind of stuff in people, then we want to be people who are dedicated to that verse. That we are dedicated to pulling them out in people and seeing people function as God intended them to be, because. Sometimes it feels like we're on this journey and we don't always know where the end goal is. Purpose doesn't give us an end goal. It gives us this motivating factor that will, will give us clarity and, and a purpose behind what we do. Uh, and we find, like we found with Hope last week, sometimes the word purpose is the thing that makes the most sense when we use it. If we try and describe what we're meaning, really purpose is the word that that we that we cling to that we all want to find a purpose for our lives and find purpose that that really moves us forward um and i suppose our our passion and our desire in in doing this stuff with each of you guys is to try and help you to find that so hopefully there's plenty to think about from today um the 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 questions are um i suppose do you feel like you uh, live a life that has purpose in it um, how does this common purpose work in your life is it something that you feel that you are doing on a regular basis what would it look like in your life if you were connecting and, and kind of engaging with that common purpose every single day in in kind of um, all of those different ways um, and, and what about your unique purpose is it something that you feel aware of that you feel like you are stepping into or is it something that you have no idea what it is and you just want to find it? Um, I would just encourage you to, to ponder and wonder about this stuff um, because I think our, our, our kind of journey to, to feeling like we're living a life of fulfilment is to, to connect with those different things. So I want to pray for us. Um, and if anyone, obviously, if anyone wants any prayer for anything... Um, feels like this is a big thing then we want to be able to to support you and care for you in that so please do come and grab us because we would we would absolutely love the chance to do that um but let's just take a few minutes just to um just to think about this stuff and then i'll uh i'll close in prayer father god i can imagine that we all sit in completely different places when we think about this whole idea of purpose but God I pray that for each of us from this moment that we would feel like you're beginning to speak into our lives that you're beginning to speak words of of purpose and um, direction to each of us that none of us would be would feel like we're wandering aimlessly with, with no sense of what we're doing and where we're going. But actually, God, you begin to 
give us a sense of clarity and a, a sense of direction, a sense of purpose in our lives that will shape um, not only who we are, but the difference that we make to other people. God, I pray that you would um, begin to stir some stuff in each of us that helps us to, to chase after you uh, and to, to not only find purpose in the daily things that we do, um, but also um, be dedicated in our, our pursuit of you and the opportunity to, to begin to live out the purpose that's unique to each and every one of us. So God, speak to us this week. Um, we'd find ourselves um, really pausing and stopping and thinking about certain things as you begin to reveal more of what you actually made us to be um, and that we would be uh, excited by what we hear this week and um, we begin to, to really find ways of, of making a deeper connection with you. So God, uh, help us all um, speak to us and, and guide us and I pray that you would do something amazing with each of our lives and that we would find we'd be people who are truly connected to the purpose that you've made us for. Amen. Cool. And if you, if you do find that you begin to wonder about that kind of stuff, I'd challenge you to, to go and share it with someone else and say, actually, I really feel like God might be pushing me in this direction. Because as soon as you kind of say it to someone else, it kind of grounds it and... The, the potential of what it can do is, is amazing. So, so do, um, do be brave and share it, even if it feels like it might be stupid. Um, share it with someone else and, and, and let them support you in it and, and speak kind of positives and encouragement and reminders to you when you need picking up and those kind of things. So thanks ever so much. Hopefully it made sense.